Let's uh, find out how Antino <clears throat> pulled up following the situation in the five diamonds on the weekend. I heard a couple of people say in the yard the horse mag- looked magnificent. Uh, I think Corey Brown even said his coat, you could see your reflection in his coat. He looked that good. And on the back of that, of course, uh, he started a very hot favourite there, $2.20 in this rich prize money race on the weekend behind Unspoken. Tony Gollard, good morning, Tony. Yeah, good morning, Steve. Did he get a bit hot, though, going around behind the gates, Santino? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, it was a pretty hot day there at Rose Hill, to be fair, too. And he'd he come from Melbourne where they hadn't had that sort of weather, that's for sure, for the few previous months where he was. So, yeah, Sydney was, a, was a, certainly a change up in temperature, but I wasn't too worried about that. We knew after, when he got clear, after being held up in the straight, that there was something not quite right with the horse. Just take us through that. Yeah, absolutely correct. He, um, he obviously stepped a bit slower even than what he'd been doing, and that, that sort of worried me straight up, even though there was a bit of, you know, they were obviously in the barriers, out of the barriers, and back in again. They all had to go through that, but he did step a, a touch tardier and he rallied up into an okay position. I just didn't love the way he was even travelling mid-race. He did get up behind them quite well and and then no sooner that, that he had to be held up and then go again, he, did, he just didn't finish off. So there was obviously some, some issue there with him. We had to wait till he cooled down. Um, the vets vetted him at, at the track. I, I personally got their diagnosis completely wrong. So we vetted him ourselves back at Ramwick and um, he was mildly lame left left front. Um it looked to be it looks to be a foot and um a little bit of inflammation in his, in his upper upper throat. So just a couple of little 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 situations that have played their part. All right. So the throat situation, Tony, nothing to worry about ongoing? No, not at all. Just a bit of inflammation around around his um around his upper throat there. So there's nothing to worry to worry about there. That'll 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 that'll, that'll heal up perfectly well there's no surgery or anything revolved there but there's with that bit of inflammation around there he, he possibly may have choked himself down when he had to be taken hold of and then go again um and obviously the mild lameness to the left to the left front um will will um look after itself too with a short break it's only just a bit of a bit of um outside heel all right so what does that mean for after the break now what happens whether you, will you go sydney autumn or will you give him a longer break brisbane winter next year um, I think look, I'll, I'll talk to the owners over the next week or so. Um, we'll come up with a plan. I, I think Sydney Autumn's quite fine for him. I don't think we'll change too much. There's nothing, there's no injury there as such. What needs a, a layoff? There's nothing bone, ligament involving there. So he'll, um, he'll with a, you know, his four or five weeks rest now and, and ticking over, they start to tick over again. I think he'll be, he'll be perfectly fine. So if we want to go Autumn, we can. And, He'll play his part in the winter, but it's just a matter of, of how. you got to remember our, our winter carnival here is not really a winter carnival. It's a, it's a late autumn carnival, so it uh, comes around quite quick. It does indeed. Would you target the big mile during the autumn with him, or what are you thinking even this far out? Yeah, yeah, that's probably what I'm thinking, but like I said, we'll, we'll work everything okay. out. So I talked to, to Craig Rounsfell and, and G2. We'll have a chat about which way we may or may not go. We'll meet at the Gold Coast in the next couple of weeks, and and sit down and I've got a few different ideas for the prep and we'll, we'll, we'll put a plan together as a team and, and work forward. Yeah. So we'll never know about the 1800, but you were confident uh, if he was 100%, he would have seen it out very, very strongly. His breeding suggested he would on the weekend. Yeah, got, got yeah. no issue with the trip yeah. at all. You know, and I've got no issue with the five runs either. You know, we did, he did have a busy enough kind of spring, but like I said, the horse parade, like I said, like that commentator said, he parade a beautiful horse in great shape. And even he's still back here in the stable now. He heads to the paddock tomorrow. He um, he looks a million dollars. So. Yeah. He's going to go out looking looking very very well in himself. 
So four, four weeks off and then a couple of easy weeks working out of the paddock will just do the horse the world of good. He'll, he'll come back bigger and better. It's his first trip away, so there's a lot lot to take in for the animal being his first time away from home. And he was at home. He was away from home for three months, so it was it was a good trip away for the horse, and you'll see him back a lot better uh, in the autumn. Hopefully, we see finally get to see him in Australia. Maybe we didn't get to see him this year. Yeah, it was either be a Stradbroke or possibly a Dooming Cup. We'll just see how the preparation goes for us, and we'll make our plans. Yeah, I was making reference to Doncaster earlier as well. Mm. Correct. That, that's yeah. sort of that's the race I, I, I really want to have a go at with him in the in the autumn. There's two two nice lead up runs that work out well. We can go different ways, and hopefully we'll see him in the Doncaster third up, and then we can back off him for Brisbane. We know it was the Rastro's acid test on the weekend. He found the top. He battled on there behind Extremist to run second. What was your assessment of that, and what will you do with him going forward now, Zerastro? I thought he just knocked up on me a little bit, to be honest. He um, he travelled along quite well. He, he he got into a good position, tracked everything, favoured him, he quickened nicely. The winner obviously come off a, a good solid run over a thousand a couple of weeks ago and it was just a better horse on the day. Um, I wouldn't fear racing it again in the next two or three weeks, that's for sure. But Saturday was Saturday and I think he's a big gross horse. He was six weeks between runs. I think he just he just done a touch too well. Comrade Rhodes, of course, she caught the eye as we probably expected that she would. Uh, what are you going to do with her? Oh, yeah, well, I, I did expect it to run well, but the way the track was playing there, it was going to be awfully hard with her 58 kilos and back last. I think she was brilliant. Had she got clear a bit earlier in the straight, she would have made it pretty interesting. Uh, she's in for a great prep, only going to have about two or three runs with her this time in. She'll either run a Philly's Mares race in two weeks, all the recognition, then possibly one more, then she'll have a short break and we'll see her in Sydney for the autumn. And obviously, I really want to get her back here for the winter, so it's just a matter of of where we go with her. Yeah, she ran well first up last prep too, I remember, Comrade Rosa, when she didn't have a yeah, lot of room. Yeah, she's a lot room. better this time round, but Steve, yeah. she's a, she looks better this filly, and uh, this, is the best, this is the best we've had her. I think this next 12 months for her, um, hopefully we can see her you know, right there in Tatsiara. Are we going to see Queensland's best youngster step out on the weekend? <laughs> she looks like it, Barbie's <laughs> sister, exciting stuff. Look, yeah, we don't get too far out of ourselves. The 6.50 trials, um, I think they yeah, can be very misleading. Gives me a really good feel of Philly for sure. She's got a lovely pedigree. Uh, she's got a really good action. She's got a great attitude. So she ticks all the boxes for a nice two-year-old. Um, but two-year-olds are here today, gone tomorrow. Uh, we've got to see her do it over the tough thousand at the Sunshine Coast, which is a, which is a much tougher thousand on, on the young babies. But she's very natural. Okay, and she jumped out since then? No, she hasn't. Okay. Um, but we've been fortunate enough to have a nice gallop on the course proper at Doom on Saturday. Um, and she had a nice little stroll around this morning at Eagle Farm here. So, goodness, look, she'll improve like all those do first up, uh, but she's a very natural filly, uh, very clean-winded. Her heart rate's very, very low for the work she's doing, and she presents in good shape, so okay. And Angela ride? Yep, Angela ride. She's yep. um, doing a good job on her. She rides her every single day here, so she knows her well. Yeah, absolutely. And, of course, similar colour, or the same colour as Outback Barbie, who won her first start. Any similarities or not really with Barbie's sister? Very, you would, you can certainly tell they look like twins. Do they? Uh, in, in appearance, yeah. Okay. Same head, same body shape, everything about her. Very, very similar to to a sister. Uh, she's probably a lot more natural than what Barbie was early on. To be honest, this filly, uh, whether she has that progression to where Barbie was come Magic Means Day, I mean, time will tell. But this stage of the prep, this filly is a lot more of a natural two-year-old than what Barbie was. Yeah, of course, Barbie won 1.6 million, so that's Barbie's sister on the weekend. And, of course, Zoo Style and a few others are stepping out. And Zoo Style actually looks well-placed if he could, you know, just run up to some of his fresh runs, previous preparations. He'd give that a, give them something to chase, even though he's getting older. 
Yeah, we've got the we've got a bit of a pensioner team in there. We've got a few of the old boys still going around, F Troop, Zoo Style, etc. Yeah. Uh, well, eight-year-olds, so they're in, they're in bloody good shape. Uh, Zoo Style had a lovely jump out the other day. We brought him back from Melbourne. The tracks were just too firm for him at where he's at, at at that level as well, you know. So he came back here to Queensland. He stepped out last Wednesday at Doom in, in a jump out. I thought he was brilliant. He was just a rinse and repeat of what he does when he's in a real good space. And he's been a horse that's... His summer form in Queensland has been outstanding. He, he's, he don't even blot his copybook really in the winter. He never also comes up as well in the time, but in the summer he really flies and he's in great shape. Just get him to jump cleanly, Tony. He's just sometimes frustrating. He's just a bit tardy away and has to use too much fuel. And he's he a bit like all of us old boys, mate. We don't, we're not any, we're not any, any better getting out of bed at that age <laughs> than we were when we were 20. So I think it's not much different. So he'll step as well as what, what, what he will, but he'll muster well and he's, a, he's a still a sharp old horse and I want to run pretty slick time. You, you said know, re- rinse and repeat. Day. You might have to say blue rinse and repeat. Thanks, Tony. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Tony Gollan telling us about some some horses, including Antino, uh, and also that youngster there, Barbie's uh, sister. And the reason we're excited to see her at trial just looked electric. She jumped beautifully, cleanly, led, relaxed, kicked. And when she kicked, um, she put seven in the rivals, and Angela Jones still had a throttle hold on her. Um, never really extended her at any stage. I think David said the time that they recorded um, wasn't totally accurate. But nevertheless, she, I think it says here 32.80 officially. Um, she ripped home, but she could have run much faster. But anyway, and of course, Tony, I think, trained the mum as well. Now, pure perfection. She was talented. Um, as we know, Outback Barbie, when her first start at the, uh, in Brisbane, the Callaway Gala before, she was an $8 chance too, by the way, that first start. And then she went her next start to Magic Minions Day, where she went a very brave third to Sunlight um, that particular year. In, uh, that was 2018. Uh, and then, of course, went on to run so many good races throughout her career. And as I said, she retired and, she, you know, didn't have a lot of luck in some races with that 1.6 million under the belt, uh, Outback Barbie.